Would you like to strengthen your marriage, encourage your children, and grow your family relationships? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he ignites the flame in your heart for your family. I want to welcome you to this session. We're turning a corner now, and we're going to begin to talk about family. Uh, family life is so important, and, and this is going to be a special series because I have family with me. I have my wife, Tex, and son, Dave, and daughter-in-law, Kelly Tippett, that are here with us. And so we're going to be just talking about family, family, talking about family. We're, we're going to have a, just an honest, authentic conversation about family life and and what it means, and, and let me just say biblically, first of all, that the very first institution that God ordained was that of the family. And he established a man and a woman, and the two would become one flesh, he says. And, and of course, out of that, the first commandment he gave was to be fruitful and multiply. That meant to have a family, and those families were to multiply. And so we find the family unit is being so very important. Uh, another thing that I have found, and, and we'll be talking about this as we go on, is that the, um, Jesus said that the greatest commandment was to love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and the second was, to, was very similar to that, and that is to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, the closest neighbor I have is sitting right next to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And in our, in our families, that, that's where we find really the, the practice ground for learning to love other people is, is in those people that we're the closest to. So we're gonna be talking about that, but we're gonna just start off real simple. And uh, Dave, Kelly, we're just so glad that you could be with Tex and I and sharing this. And I think it'd be good for everyone to kind of just get to know us, first of all, and how we met each other and, uh, and how we built our lives together. So Tex, why don't you start off uh, telling everybody how we got to know each other. Okay. Um, I moved from uh, Texas to Louisiana in my senior year in high school, and then I went to college at Southeastern University. Um, and I started dating a guy that was Sammy's best friend. <laughs> and so we would see each other, and then all of a sudden, uh, he started dating the girl that Sammy was dating, and I started dating him. So that's how we met. And then... Uh at that particular time, you weren't, you really weren't a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. at I that wasn't, time. and I, that was one thing that drew me to Sammy was uh, that there was something different about him. I'd been to church all my life, and yet I didn't have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And so he began to share with me, and there were some girls in my dorm that began to share with me about Jesus, and I saw something different, and I said, you know, I want what they have. And so I went up all by myself in my dorm room. I'd been smoking, drinking, partying, and uh, it wasn't satisfying. And so I said, um, God, if you're real like you are to those other young people, would you come in and be real to me? And that was in 1967. Mm. And so, uh, and he has never left me yet. And he's never forsaken me and he's given me a purpose in life. And, and we so have then, we have been married. We got married in 68. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been married now for, what's that, 47 and a half years. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're working on 48, getting close to that big 50. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so it's been good. So Kelly, Dave? Uh, how did you guys meet? I know, but I, everybody mm -hmm. else doesn't know, so tell us uh, how you met and, and uh, a little about your journey. Well, Dave was um, the new kid in 10th grade at my school uh, here in San Antonio, and um, he was just different. He was somebody who really was genuinely interested in getting to know even the girls just in a, in a nice way, not um, trying to brag or show off or anything, and so I was attracted to that. And by 
our junior year, we started dating. And so for the next three and a half years, we were um, pretty exclusive, pretty much fallen in puppy love. And um, then we went off to college. And in college, we kind of grew apart a little bit and went through some different seasons. Um, But eventually, we ended up getting married about nine years after we met. And we've been married 19 years, uh, a little over 19 years. And we have three kids. Taylor is our daughter, our oldest daughter, who's 14. Riley is our second daughter, who is 12. And then Brayden's our little guy, who is nine years old. Yeah. And just real quick on the getting married part, we dated for those three and a half years. And when we were in college, we thought about getting married straight out of college, but we weren't in the right place. And we look back now and we see that it took us nine years of getting to the point where we were ready for marriage before we actually got married. And I just see God's timing in that. If we would have gotten married earlier, who knows if we'd be sitting here today, but but God had a a perfect timing for us to go through things before he seasoned us to that place of marriage that we needed to be. I do have to say something though. (laughs) Kelly, when they started dating, I just loved her. I fell in love with her. And uh, and even when they separated for a time, I kept my her picture in my wallet because I thought she is the one for our son. Mm -hmm. And and so it's neat to see how even though it didn't look like but what God started, he brought to pass in y'all's life. So mm. prayer is so important. So. Yeah, and I felt sorry mm. for those other girls who dated during that time. <laughs> so, uh, but it was good. So y'all got married. We've gotten married. We've been married 47 years. How long has it been now? For you? 19 and a half. 19 and a half years that y'all been married. Long time. You know, one of the things about marriage is that it, it puts you into a relationship that... Uh, you experience difficulties and, and problems. What? Uh, so let's just let's just off the bat. What what's been one of the most difficult things you've faced in those past twenty or so years, nineteen and a half years? I think uh, you know there's there's many obstacles you got to overcome. But I think that one one truth about life itself and the constant of life is that there's always change. Nothing ever remains static. Nothing ever remains the same. And that's true about Kelly and I as well as as uh, a young couple when we first got married 19 and a half years ago we're different people than we were then and if you're not careful you can start to drift away you can start getting your own passions your own priorities your own things in life that keep you busy and I think you've got to be real intentional about seeing as you see that gap start to widen uh, just intentionally connect again together at a deeper level and I think um, you know the, the, you discover you're still when you're when you get married a lot of a lot of people when they get married they're still discovering who they are they're still finding out what makes them tick um what giftings they have all that kind of stuff and over time um as i said you can start to develop different passions i think it's real important that you maintain an interest in your spouse's passions and vice versa and um just for example kelly and i um, she's always had a heart for the needy, for the voiceless, for those who don't, can't speak up for themselves. And she got involved with, uh, we had refugees who've come here to San Antonio in the last few years from Iraq. And she got involved in their lives, just helping out on a practical level, helping them get involved in the community, get involved um, and become American citizens and go through that whole process and understand the whole American culture. And for me, um, I was more on the sidelines of that. But as I started to watch her get more involved and as I got to play a little piece in that that helped to grow our connection together at a deeper level and she does the same thing for me I I, over my lifetime the way that God works through me is is through through the mind and um, I love to listen to podcasts on 
my my phone whenever I'm in the car or whenever I'm um, out and about. And and there's things that I discover. And rather than just keep that to myself, the ones that I know that will at least have some interest to her, I'll I'll pass along to her, and she'll listen to those things. And so we we we're very intentional about trying to connect with each other mm-hmm. in the different ways that God's made us. The uh, I had um, someone that I that I respect greatly say that. It's like two people are on a lake in a boat and the natural tendency for the boat is to drift apart. That's mm-hmm. the natural thing that happens and that you really have to work towards not allowing it to, to drift apart and to uh, bringing it together. So that, that brings me to maybe, maybe a last thing just we could talk about briefly is how has your relationship with the Lord um, or how has marriage affected your relationship with the Lord? Has it made it deeper? Uh, what, 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 how's, how's that affected? I think um, God used marriage as a tool in my life to take me deeper with Him. I think before I got married, I thought I was just a pretty easy person to get along with, and um, I wasn't too selfish, but getting married showed me all my selfishness and how much I liked things done a certain way or my way. And um, God used that, I think, in my life just to show me that there's areas in my life that I didn't even see before marriage, that I didn't even know were there, that needed to be worked on. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what, um, what marriage, to a great extent, is all about, is God, <laughs> God chisels away at us to make us more like Christ through uh, entering into a relationship where it's not just about me, but it's about someone else. Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. So that's the great challenge for every one of us today. Sammy received a surprising call from a man in Europe who said he had evidence he was Sammy's brother. It placed him on a journey to uncover his family background. He had never met his grandparents, but learned that his grandmother was a great prayer warrior who had a special place of prayer. He shares powerful truths that he learned about prayer in his book, Praying for Your Family. Prayer will become your greatest gift to your family. Get your copy today at sammytippett.org or amazon.com. As we continue to talk about marriage and the family relationship, uh, one of the, I think, greatest passages of Scripture that is, for me, on marriage is where uh, Paul wrote, and he said, Husbands, to love your wives as Christ loved the church. And then he said, it's, this is a great mystery that I'm speaking about, of, of Christ's love of the church compared to the relationship of the husband and wife. And the reason that's so important to me was because my father died before we were married, and uh, whenever he died, I, I didn't know how to be a husband. I didn't know, you know how to be a father. I didn't know, and, and I remember one day praying, and the Lord just spoke to my heart, and I felt so inadequate in it, and, and he said, just look to me. Just look to me, and I'll show you. And so my, my faith in Christ has really helped me to build how I'm to love my family. I've not always been good at it, but I I have a model, and that model is the way Christ loves the church. And so I want us to talk about that commitment of of marriage, and and the commitment begins with our commitment to Christ, I think. And so I want us to talk about that a little bit and just ask this question. And Tex, I'll just begin with you, because I know that you have an illustration. How has your relationship, our relationship with the Lord, helped us in our marriage? Uh, I like word pictures, and so what I look at is like a triangle, that at one one end here at the bottom is Sammy, and the other side is Tex, and at the top is Jesus. And the closer that we get to Jesus, if our focus is on Jesus, 
and the closer we get to each other. And so sometimes we're lopsided, though. <laughs> Maybe some of us are closer or further away, but uh, that's what draws us together is Jesus. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely has been that that relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and finding his love, his grace, his forgiveness, all of those things. Uh, understanding that goes along with that has helped us. What about you guys? Um, how, how has your relationship with the Lord helped you in, in your marriage? I think it goes back to what Kelly said in a previous um, session that it's one of my favorite passages of Scripture is Philippians 2, 1 through 11. It's that ancient Christian hymn that they used to sing. And it's just about, all about the, the servant heart of Jesus, the humility of Jesus, and that though he was God, he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. And but he took this form of servant. He took this this instead of not he didn't come to be served, but to serve others. And so he did what the lowliest task was in that society. He washed the disciples' feet. He took did what a, a master couldn't require their servant to do. He showed them through that demonstration that that's how we're supposed to treat everyone, and especially our wives and our hus- and husbands, vice versa. It's just. If we have that heart of humility, if we have that heart of the other, if we're thinking of them above our own selves, emulating Christ, then I I think um, that is going to go the longest way in in helping nurture a healthy marriage. You know, one of the interesting things is uh, we were in our sessions when we were talking about discipleship, we came to that Philippians passage and (laughs) that was kind of like the key passage of of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And, and then when we talk about marriage and how humility and servanthood, uh, I mean, it's so critical just, I mean, to the Christian life because it's the essence of who Jesus is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell me, and, and, and let's be honest here, guys, uh, what, what is it that you expect of your spouse? And Tex, I'll let you or start and say, what, what, what one thing do you want from me? If I'm to be a servant and I'm to, to have that, what, what one thing is it that you're expecting from your spouse or you would like to see? I think one thing for me is communication. It's just like God communicated to me through Jesus Christ and I responded to him. And I think like with us is keeping those communication lines are open uh, in the spirit of love, one another, uh, as the Bible says, um, to me, that's important. When the communication breaks down, then that trip is a trickle-down effect in every area of our lives yeah. and the barrier is. And, and we're going to talk about communication a little bit later, but uh, there's two things about communication. One's a quality communication and mm-hmm. one's quantity communication. And mm-hmm. so both of those are really important. You, you just have to have time to do it, and then it the quality comes in the spirit and the attitude. And that's probably the most difficult part of communication. And I think forgiveness, uh, just as Jesus loved us in our sin or when we did what wasn't he asked us to do, that just learning to accept forgiveness and ask forgiveness to one another. So you mean you have to forgive me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, you're you're right and, and so so that that communication that for you that, communication. that that is that communication is what's important to you. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What's what's the important thing that you feel like you need from from one another? Well, I think this is something that Dave's really good at that I don't, don't even think I knew I needed until um, I was married is I need his encouragement. I naturally am kind of hard on myself, and um, I think just I will maybe not do things or attempt things just because I feel like someone else could probably do it better, and I just kind of 
sit back and watch other people do it, but because he's such an encourager and because he believes in me, it helps me to step out and become who I think God would want me to become and um, instead of just sitting back and watching it go by. But his belief and, and um, encouragement helps me in that area. And I think as a, as a man, the way God's made us up is we need uh, respect. Not respect in the way of feeding the ego, but um, just genuine respect. And it has to be earned. It's not something that can be manufactured within you know, um, a person. They've got to really respect who you are and your character and, and um, how you're... Um, helping to lead the family, and so I just I think uh, as a guy that that goes a long way in um, just nurturing the man that God's made us to be. Whenever we have that respect, I I think for me, and it's along the lines of what Tech shared is communication because, and and I'm probably more that uh, yeah I'm more <laughs> verbal and and I uh, I actually think out loud and sometimes it's bad, but I I kind of resolve things as 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 we talk mm-hmm. you know I the more I talk the more I okay I see I understand I I don't know why it's just the way I'm made up but so for us to have the communication time uh in, in fact sometimes I'll say hey can you put off dinner let's just go somewhere and just find a place and sit down and talk because I, I need that and so it's, it's one of the big needs in my life and and you know um one of the beautiful things is that God gave us each other to meet the deep needs of our heart, the deep needs of our lives. And, you know, uh, when, when it talks about the mystery, you know, which the, of Christ and the church and the husband and the wife, you know, it, <laughs> marriage really is a mystery. Yeah. Uh, it's but, fun too, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just say in that, just embrace the mystery, embrace yeah. the different, embrace the difference. The, the Imago Dei is within each one of us and so many times we resent the differences we may even appreciate there may be things we need and we expect our spouse to give us but then they need something different and so you got to recognize those differences embrace them appreciate them and just know that god's in the middle of that once you start to see life that way and people that way it changes your perspective and you see the fingerprints the panorama of god's glory displayed um, through through your wife through your husband through all the people that you meet yeah and tex has a She's read this book on love languages, and mm-hmm. and we all receive love, give love in a different way, and we have to learn mm-hmm. the way each other because what what maybe is something that makes you feel loved and accepted is not something that necessarily makes me feel that way. And we have to learn each other, and that's that's a part of the relationship and and growing in in Christ and becoming what what God wants us to be. And I think that's why the relationship is there. One thing I do know is that the husband and wife relationship is really the foundation for the ch- relationship with the children. And the greatest need I think that children have, <laughs> of course, Dave, you may say, hey, no, I don't <laughs> think so. But, uh, but I, I think one of the greatest needs that, that children have is to see how parents mm-hmm. are re- relating to one another. I think they, they need that, that produces security or insecurity uh, and, and they learn in life by example, you know, from, from the parents and how to do that. And, and that's, that's a tough thing. And it's something that has to be learned. And that's part of what it means to grow in Christ and to become more Christ-like. So I want to encourage every one of you to just uh, look to the Lord. Let him work in you and, and, and ask him to give you discernment and wisdom 
as to how to love your spouse and, and how to receive that love from your spouse. And God will bless you greatly. We hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit sammytippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.